Stampede. Garner is at number 104, recorded 52721. If you think COVID-19 is going to disappear, you may be sadly mistaken. It doesn't look like that's what's going to happen. Vaccinations aren't going to erase this disease. And even people who contracted this virus and are now considered immune may not be entirely safe from reinfection if their immune system is compromised. We're at the early stages of understanding what this virus is, and even pharmaceutical companies are saying booster shots for those who have already been vaccinated may be necessary in a year, or even 
in successive years. Finding out who is responsible for COVID-19 may be contentious, if not downright dangerous. Rumors persist and are being reported that this virus was manufactured at a laboratory in Wuhan, China. And in response, Chinese officials claim that it came from a laboratory in the United States, a highly unlikely thing. But let's not kid ourselves. The truth is there are many countries that probably surreptitiously do research in the production of weaponizing viruses. And it's illegal according to the 1975 treaty banning biological weapons. And the COVID-19 virus is living proof of that. Someone manufactured it, and proof of who is responsible for causing this historic event is a very serious question. Some countries may demand restitution It may never be permitted to be understood and acknowledged who was responsible for this worldwide pandemic. Its truth can never be admitted to because the cost for restitution can never be achieved. To pay back the financial loss, not considering the potential legal damages for lost lives, would be impossible to calculate. Any country found responsible for COVID-19's damage to the world would have to forfeit its wealth, and that's not going to happen. Any country under those circumstances might rather enter into armed conflicts to protect itself. We shall never surrender, and if, which I do not for a moment believe, this island or a large part of it were subjugated and starving, then our empire beyond the seas, armed and guarded by the British fleet, would carry on the struggle until, in God's good time, the new world, with all its power and might, steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of the old.
peace isn't coming for us. And you shouldn't believe it's what you've been living with for the last 50 years. You've been lied to, deceived into believing the consumerist world you've been living in will give you peace and contentment. Well, that illusion is coming to an end. This country is being challenged from within and from without. And the process of our economic system resulting in this country's enormous insolvency is coming to prevent us from seeing peace anytime soon. I'm not going to entertain you. You've already been anesthetized sitting in front of an electric screen for 12 hours a day has produced millions of Americans with a unique human quality. It's called helplessness. That's right. The only contentment you can find is sitting in front of a beam of electrons in a tube or LED plasma display or an OLED display. And I ask you, what could be more valuable than living a life in front of your own personal machine, supplying you with information? Of course, the information you receive is filtered. The real stuff is outside, and you've developed a phobia about that. It's dangerous outside, and that's becoming a problem because you've got to go to work so some of the money you make can be taxed to pay for all those things the government needs to do. But that doesn't matter anyway, because the government doesn't function on the revenue it makes from taxing a portion of your paycheck. No, that isn't how it works anymore. And I don't want to get into that little conundrum, because it might be confusing. All you need to know is that the government issues printed paper, and its value is connected to some vague statistic related to the gross domestic production. Some number that keeps popping up now and then. But as of last year, while COVID-19 struck, nobody was producing squat. So the government wasn't getting squat. But you'd never know it, because there's plenty of squat moving around.
When fighting a war, you need to evaluate what your resources are. And the facts are, the U.S. spends a lot of money for the defense of our country. Now, since I like to think of myself as someone offering an opinion of the future, I rely a lot on the facts, both from the past and the present. The facts are, the U.S. spends over $700 billion in its annual budget for defense. And that may not sound like much, considering Jeff Bezos has accumulated $200 billion in wealth. And to extend this line of thinking, it's a curious thing to see what the Republic of China spends on its military budget. That number, if correct, is about $175 billion when calculating the exchange rates between the yuan to the dollar. So Jeff Bezos has as much money, if not more, than what the Chinese government spends each year on its military defense. Allow me to re-emphasize. The U.S. government spends over $700 billion on defense. Jeff Bezos' worth is about $200 billion. And the Chinese government spends $175 billion. And just to put things in perspective, the Russian government spends about $65 billion on its defense budget. Now, if you're a thinking person, you might ask yourself, what is the U.S. government preparing for? And this relates to the question about who was responsible for COVID-19 killing nearly 4 million people in the world. The U.S. has the largest number of deaths from COVID-19, with over 600,000 people. And that's something that shouldn't be ignored. You know, Bezos might lose his $200 billion, but when you build an aircraft carrier, that's equity that has lasting power. Of course, guided missiles have a short shelf life, and when you fire one off, millions of dollars disappear in a matter of seconds. Yeah, running a war might include using biological weapons. And that's maybe why our president has said we should recognize COVID-19 won't be the last virus we face. 
Yeah, it's safe to say war is just around the corner. But guess what? We've been at war for some time now. And if our country's heart isn't in it, you might find capitulation is what's going to happen. We might have the largest budget devoted to defense spending in the world. But does the American public have the will to fight? Don't misunderstand. I'm in no way supporting an American population with a military republic where everyone wears military uniforms. No, I'm just the opposite. I believe in individuality devoted to finding beautiful things in the natural world. That should be our strength, not the power of our guided missiles. I really do value my own freedom, the wild and the free. And that's why I rail against our consumerist economy, because it's made us weak with corrupting values. The truth of the matter is, we're slaves. And at this point, lots of Americans don't care who controls their lives. You sacrificed everything that was important for a fistful of phony dollars, so you don't care who tells you what to believe in. To fight a real drag-out killing war with daily casualties both abroad and in our own cities won't find Americans ready or willing to die. We spend the largest amount of money on defense in the world, and yet we couldn't stop a tiny virus from killing the largest number of Americans in the world. And you know what our politicians worry about? The American people can't continue to consume, so the government can continue to get tax revenues in order that they can keep the illusion alive that everything is all right. No, we stick our nose into who caused the COVID-19 pandemic, and we're liable to get it bitten off. As it stands now, I wouldn't be surprised to hear CNN report an all-out ground attack on the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia and a large number of American military casualties. It's at our doorstep, and you're not going to like it.
We've allowed this thing to get out of hand. We've been deceived, believing we're stronger when our economy builds weapons. An entire industry for weapons supporting our economy. We thought no one or no country could challenge us. Well, that isn't what's happening. We thought we could persuade the rest of the world that what we did was good. And if necessary, we could prove it by force. Americans are laboring under a false impression that the rest of the world should respect us. But they aren't blind to what they can see. They see what we've become. Yet millions come to this country seeking a life of prosperity and freedom. But that dream is fading for the people living here now. The doors are closing. The walls are being built because the world we've created can't endure. The prosperity we were promised is slipping away. We fiddled it away for something that could never give us what we needed. We didn't need more production for destroying. We needed more understanding in how to see what was beautiful, what was creative. So we're closing our doors, building our walls, because we know the promise that we were offered no longer exists. The war has finally come for us. And it's a war from within and from without. We were deceived, believing we could ride the whirlwind, that we could prove what was right, that all we needed was more, and that would make us content. Well, look around. Are you more content? You allowed this to continue on, and now it's out of your reach, out of control. The disorder is coming for us, and you thought everything was going to be all right. You thought the weapons of destruction could make everything be all right. Well, that was an evasion of what was true. And now you're about to be invaded with something ugly. This week on Garner Isn't, you first heard the music of Richard Rogers, a recording by the West Australian Symphony Orchestra, the main theme to Victory at Sea.
during his career. Rogers was one of America's most honored composers in the 20th century, winning a Tony, an Oscar, a Grammy, an Emmy, plus a Pulitzer Prize. Rogers' music to Victory at Sea was an NBC documentary. You then heard an audio of Winston Churchill, and then more Victory at Sea, and then Danger Down Deep, with Rogers perhaps playing the piano. Then from the movie Martian, Build a Bomb, by Harry Gregson and Williams, followed by Branislav Kaper's composition Stranger, Suite Number 1, from the 1946 movie of the same name, and finally, a shortcut of the Song of Sailor and Sea. Stampede, written and performed by Edward Garner in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.